Welcome to the Influential Personal Brand Podcast. This is the place where you'll learn cutting-edge personal brand strategies from today's most recognizable influencers. We're going to teach you how to build a rock-solid reputation and then how to turn that reputation into revenue. I'm your lead host, Rory Vaden, co-founder of Brand Builders Group, Hall of Fame speaker, and New York Times bestselling author of Take the Stairs. Welcome to this special recap edition of the Influential Personal Brand Podcast. In just a minute, you're going to hear myself and my wife and business partner, AJ, do a debrief recap and summary of our most recent interview with our big takeaways. But before we dive into that, I just wanted to let you know that people often ask us, what is the first step to building a personal brand? And if that is you or someone you know, then you have come to the right place because we have put together for you a free video short course to help you get started. Just visit firststep.brandbuildersgroup.com to get access. In it, we're going to walk you through what exactly is the genesis of a personal brand and the six key questions that every personal brand must be able to answer, but that almost none ever do. So go ahead and visit again, firststep.brandbuildersgroup.com to get started, and we'll see you there. Now on with the recap. Hey there, Brand Builder, and welcome to this special recap edition of the Influential Personal Brand Podcast. Today, we are talking about truly one of our very best friends, Jay Bear, a genius, and I think one of the most forward-thinking people in the world of marketing, digital marketing, personal branding, whatever you want to say, just getting messages to sort of propagate through society. And so I'm going to turn over to AJ to get us started with what her big takeaways were from our friend Jay Bear. I will have to say, because the last time I saw Jay, he had this wicked cool mustache, and now in the interview, it's gone. <laughs> so I was looking at him like, where's your stash? Where did it go? I was really disappointed. So that's just for you, Jay. Just so you know, so Jay. I'm going to be looking at my notes a lot because I actually took a lot of notes on this interview. And it's a rather short interview. So if you haven't watched it and you thought you could just skip through that and watch the Cliff Notes version here uh, or listen to it, then I would encourage you to go back and listen to it because it's really good and insightful. So with that said, here's my very first thing that I think is just really important is the importance of value. And he talks about how value is connected to relevancy. And relevancy is all about providing value that benefits them. In other words, teach them about them. Mm. Don't teach them about you. It's not about your picture and your story. It's about them. So what are you sharing that benefits them? Uh, something that I recall Rory saying, and I don't know if this is a Roryism or you made it up or you heard it. From I don't know, Adam. but I'm happy to take credit for it if it's good. <laughs> but it's that whole concept of an I focus story oh, with a from, you focus message. Yeah, that's from Craig Valentine. Yep. So not credit to you, I focus. but I focus story on a you focus message. And that's what I kept thinking about during this. It's like, what am I providing that connects to my audience that would provide value to them? And as long as I'm providing benefit and value to them, teaching them about them, i.e. my audience, then I will be relevant. 
And I think for me, the way that that shows up practically is like, when I look at your feed, I should either be entertained, inspired, or educated. It's not just keep me in the loop about what's happening with your life. Usually we're going to use stories for that or maybe you know, Twitter or every occasionally it's that. But it's like if you're trying to monetize a personal brand, it's value. then it's value. They're not there to learn about your life. You <laughs> share a little bit about that. They're there to learn something that can help them. However, you can share stories from your life. That's that I focus story yep. with a you focus message. Translate it. How does this story benefit and provide value to them? So I just thought that was just really, Huge. really important. And the unique part about that, because you hear a lot of people talk about value, but it's the relevancy component. It's like you will always be relevant as long as you are teaching them about them. That's so powerful because you think about just like, you know, I'm, everyone's afraid of becoming irrelevant. Mm -hmm. and it's, it's kind of like, if you want to be liked, don't talk about yourself, ask questions about the other person. That's, it'll never change. And I right. think this was a parallel to go, as long as you're teaching people about them, you'll always be relevant. Yeah, love so I love that. I love that. That was so really good. He also talked about how uh, value today has a, a shelf life. And I thought that was really interesting. And then, then he talked about the three different types of shows or the three different types of content. And he, since he has such a strong media background, I think this is just very relevant for all of you because he comes from that world and he's speaking from that world to this new world. And he said, you need three types of shows. He said, in any big media environment, these are the shows. You got to have your binge show. So this would be like Games of Thrones. This would be Walking Dead. For me, it would be Suits. That's like your binge show. The right? Suits is over. I'm so sad. <laughs> Series finale. That's so sad. The second is you've got to have your one-time show or your special, right? So that's your special mm. 60 minutes type of thing. You know, like there was that OJ Simpson trial special that came on it's a couple like years a ago. Few epi one, one episode. But it's a, a but yeah, but it's that one-time special. Then you have to have your regularly scheduled programming. And I thought that was really interesting. He said, now, for many of you, you've got one or the other, but you don't have all three and you have to have all three. And he said, now your binge show, what is that? Is that your podcast? Is that your blog? Is that your social media? Like, what are people going to binge on? Because it's that good. It's the page turner. It's the cliffhanger. It has the emotional tie-in and the engagement and whether it's funny or it's dramatic, but you've got to have that whatever loops you in. Yeah. No, and I, it's interesting to think about this because to me, it's like your blog or your podcast, typically what we teach is more of, that's more of like your regularly scheduled programming. Like one of the things that Jay said in the interview, which is brilliant, is media companies don't run on inspiration. They run on perspiration, but that's more of the news show. The thing that hit me that I was like, gosh, we've never done like a special series on or a one time, or a one -time, only. time only. Although that's kind of what like a webinar might be. I think of that a little bit as like, oh, I'm going to do a special webinar on this one thing. Yeah. Kind of, could maybe be that, but I think, I think we could learn from that and go, we should do like a, a special, a special think, thing. And I think that a lot of times it's like, you've got to have your binge worthy. It's like, what are people like? I can't wait till that next episode. I better friggin' be your podcast. Yeah, that, 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 that better well, friggin' well, be it. Clearly that's our podcast, right? Right? <laughs> right? Isn't that our podcast? Um, but then you have to have your regularly scheduled programming, the consistency factor of people know that you're on. And I love the parallel that he gave when he was using A&E which is not necessarily a channel that I watch very often, no, but this was a really great parallel and example. He said, now their binge show, 
is The Walking Dead. Now, to be honest, I've never seen The Walking Dead. Uh, zombies, not my thing. I know they're a big thing, clearly. But that's a huge, huge show. He said, now that's on A&E. Tell me one other show that's on A&E. And I was like, <laughs> mm, uh, He said, but here's the thing. That comes on one hour a week. But that channel is running 24 hours a day. So there are 23 other hours every single day now that there's reruns of The Walking Dead that people are tuning into. But they have a binge-worthy. And then they have their regularly scheduled programming. You've got to have the filler stuff. You have to have the stuff the that fills media, the space. Right? Like that's, that's your, your Instagram feed, your stories, the Twitter, like the daily conversational kind of chatter, just like keeping it going until your next episode binge. drops. <laughs> Mm -hmm. So I thought that was just really fascinating to compare it like a channel and just like how big media companies run. Yeah, I think that's really the big idea is yeah. to go like, we are a media company. We're all, we're competing with ESPN and we're competing <laughs> with ABC and, and NBC and Netflix. And if you're a content creator, you got to be in that mindset. And that's a shift the first time you've I, I, I totally agree. It's like you're, you're a media company of one. So treat it like that. That, that fits in well to production value. Totally. I think. Totally. Yeah, he talked about... He talked a about lot that. about production value, which I also think is really, really important. He said, for that top of the funnel, right? For those brand new first timers, people coming in at the very top of the funnel, not your everyday followers, not your loyal followers, but those new people, they're looking for production value. Yeah. And here's the thing. The bigger you get, the bigger you're following, the more money you make from doing this it better equate to bigger and better production value. Reinvest. With so many other things vying for people's attention, i.e. competition, you got to step up your game in production value to compete with everything else that's vying for their attention. When you can watch an animated movie or you can watch, you know, it's football season right now, when you can be watching, in our case, the Tennessee Titans, maybe not watching for victories, but we're watching for entertainment, you got to be good enough that you're capturing somebody else's attention. And that requires a little production value. Yeah. Always asking that self your question, how can we increase the production value? And so I think, you know, there's really two big parts of your content. One is the production value. And then two is kind of like the inherent value, the it's educational content. value. And I think he talked a lot about that. Um, I like his little knowledge, his snack. Yes. What's the line about his snack? You got to provide info snacks in order to sell knowledge meals. Mm, that's good. Yeah. And he said, I, I love this. And I actually wrote this down exactly verbatim. He said, take everything you know and give it away for free in bite-sized pieces in one tip and one question at a time. And that's something that we yep. talk a lot about. And in about. all random order. And yeah, <laughs> and he gave that great example of Ikea. Yeah, that was so, and, that was great. And he said, Ikea doesn't need to sell furniture. They just need to sell all the different random parts all across the store. And all you really need to buy from them are the instructions, yep. <laughs> right? Because that, there's like so many random parts and that's similar to what we should be doing. We shouldn't be afraid to give anything away for free. We should give it all away for free, but in random order in bite-sized chunks, sporadically sprinkled across all of your thing. Um, and the thing is, it's like people don't pay for information. They pay for organization and application. They don't pay for information. They pay for organization and application. But I've never heard Jay use that IKEA example. So I, good. The IKEA content strategy <laughs> so by Jay Bear. That's such a great parallel. And and what they're paying for is the instruction. That's right, because with fourteen thousand parts to put together a chair, 
you need the friggin' instruction manual. You, Thank you, Ikea. That's what we all do. But you know what I think all that said, I think the important thing that really related to me is I hear so many people say, well, I can't give that away. That's what they pay for. False. They don't pay for information. You can get free information anywhere you look today. Everyone's giving away information for free. They pay to have it organized in a way that they can apply it to themselves. And that it gets done, that it gets produced, that it gets finished. And I think when we work with clients, like yeah. we, it, it, you know, all the information we teach, it's like we teach in all little bite-sized chunks. You come to our events. Different story. We give it to you all organized and laid out in sequence. And then it's like, if we're working with you on an ongoing basis, Make it's it applying to it you. to you. And so that's what people are paying brand builders group. I think is a great example. Of, yeah. Of, we give you all that. the information. Yeah. But just because we ask you the question, what problem do you solve? Doesn't mean you can figure it out. Doesn't mean you can figure it out. Doesn't mean you know what that means. Doesn't mean you get it right. That's what you pay for. So we give the information away that we tell you all the questions. We tell you all the content. But a lot of times you have to have that other person. You have to have the organization and application for it to actually mean anything for you. And that is exactly what Jay is talking about. And then how to and stay your relevant. audience needs the same thing from you. Yes. Right. Like you don't have to be afraid of like, Oh, I have this one secret and this is like my only <laughs> secret that they'll pay can't, for. I can't, can't give it anyone. away. You know, if that's the case, that's a bigger problem. That means you're not speaking from the real depth and of expertise and you're probably in the wrong lane because you shouldn't have scarcity. You should be abundance of ideas and and then you help people apply it. That's the business. Absolutely. So those were like my big things. I have like literally two full pages of notes here that I could keep going through. But honestly, this to me is one of like the most like, I literally had to pause it like every couple of minutes because mm -hmm. I was like, oh, that's another good one. Oh, that's another good yeah. one. I was writing down so fast. Jay's like a little content marketing fortune cookie. It's like <laughs> all these little like perfect quips and quotes and catchphrases and tweetable moments. And you're like, ooh, inspiration, not perspiration. That's pause. That's good. So the only other, Check it out. only other thing that I wanted to mention, which I thought was super powerful was about monetizing social media. Yeah. And it's this concept of dark social or conversational marketing, which is like, everyone goes, well, you don't make any money from social media. Like I've got a bunch of Twitter followers and I posted a link that said, buy my thing and nobody clicked. And it's like, that's not really where the money is made. Where the money is made is in the DMS which we've heard multiple people yes. through this summit talk about this and on the podcast. It's in the private messaging. It's in the comments section. Mm -hmm. And I find that to be true, right? Like it's that one-on-one -on -one engagement. One-on-one -on -one engagement. But, it, but it's like, what could be more valuable? Like people go, well, I'm too busy to respond to comments. Well, that's dumb. That's like going, I'm too busy to pick up a $100 bill. It's like you did all the work to create the fan and then you don't actually engage with the person that is most engaged with you, which is like the easiest person to convert into revenue. So, well, with that said, no one that we have interviewed thus far on the influential brand podcast would say that this doesn't take time. It takes time. It takes time. Period. Yeah. Trent Shelton said he, he spent one to two hours a day in his DMS and you know, Lewis is, we know Lewis spends a bunch of time. You know, I mean, it just takes time. Gary V talks about this. We don't know Gary V, but Gary V talks about how much time responded to every comment. And that's how you build fans. It's how you build real loyalty. And it's where you convert fans into customers. Which it? is what the end game is here. How do we monetize, monetize your personal brand? You got to make money in order to keep all of this big giant production media <laughs> machine 
going. So we hope that you'll engage with us. We would love to connect up if you connect with us on social media or, you know, go leave a comment in iTunes or podcast or on our blog, whatever. We want to be engaging with you and our team. And of course, we'd love to talk with you at any point about your strategy to build and monetize your brand. But thank you for being here. We hope to continue providing incredible production value and content that you can't binge worthiness binge worthiness <laughs> that's something maybe we have to aspire to yes. but we love you we appreciate you we'll catch you next time on the influential personal brand podcast that's all we've got for this edition of the influential personal brand podcast hey one thing that would really help both us and other new potential listeners is for you to rate this show and leave a comment in either itunes stitcher or wherever you tune in to listen also make sure to link up with us on social media and please just share 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 this podcast with anyone who you think might enjoy it until next time remember that building a business isn't nearly as valuable as building a reputation. Thank you.